ready, baby? Is this thing on? You know it is. You can hear me, right? I can hear you. And I can hear you. Then it's on like Donkey Kong. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another fun-filled episode of Counting Worms. My name is Scott. I'm Sarah. And welcome to all you newbies. We've had a lot of newbies lately in this new third season of ours. I think people are whispering about us. They're not yelling. They're not screaming. But they are whispering. They must be screaming pretty loud because they're showing up in weird places of the world. Well, who says they're weird? They're not weird to them. Not weird, but just... Like, how in the hell maybe are they hearing Maybe we're in the weird place. <laughs> maybe Texas is the weird spot. Maybe so. I don't know. Well, anyway, today is a theme-a-sode. Not a sode-sode. Not a sode-sode. It's a theme-a-sode, and um, yeah, yeah but, we're going to be paying homage yes, to one well, of well, our... Well, 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 oh, we, we have something we do first. Oh, we do, don't we? Yeah. All right. A little thing. One news, one news, party time, excellent. woo 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 Don't go. you dare. <laughs> and go. Don't tell me what to do. Three, two, one, go. I'm going to staple your forehead. No. What? I got to staple No, but right I see it, but don't. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this Lord. worm news story is not a fill in the blank story because we haven't told you what they are yet, uh-huh. but it certainly feels like it should be a fill in the blank story. All right. And you guys will have to guess, but I bet you can. I bet they'll be able to guess. You think? Okay. Lay it on me. Yes. A man was spotted using a live snake as a face mask on a public bus. What? In in England. England? Yeah, that's not where you expected, I know. That's not what I expected at all. The unidentified man was taking the bus from Swinton... To Manchester. Swinton to Manchester, right? <laughs> yes, I, I knew. I thought for sure you were going to say mate. <laughs> With the snake wrapped around his neck and his face, of course. Right. When another passenger snapped a photo of the fabulous face mask, which in my opinion appears to be a very large boa constrictor. Huh. I'm basing that on its markings, not just its enormous size, which is many feet, by the way. Right. Um, the passenger who took the pictures that, yes, I will be sharing, said she first believed the mask was only wearing a funky mask until the reptile started slithering over the handrails. <laughs> she went on to say she found it funny that, quote, no one batted an eyelid at the serpent mask and nobody seemed bothered by it. Like many countries, England is currently requiring face coverings in public due to COVID. Quote, government guidance clearly states that this needn't be a surgical mask and that passengers can make their own or wear something suitable, such as a scarf or bandana. While there is a small degree of interpretation that can be applied to this, we do not believe it extends to the use of snakeskin, <laughs> especially when attached to the snake, end quote. A live snake. A transport for the greater Manchester spokesperson said. It's <laughs> a mouthful. Yeah. Well, just like the authorities to be all stuffy and try to ruin something that clearly wasn't bothering anybody. You know what we say. What? Mind the gap. And... <laughs> Be 
Be calm and snake mask on. Sweet. Oh, baby, that was a good one. Isn't that a good one? Hello to all of our English friends. Yes. In Manchester and where? Swinton. Swinton. Okay. Yeah. Well, very good, very good. All it right. is a, it is quite a quite an interesting face mask, I can tell you that. Yeah. I've got a few, but I don't have any snakes. Yeah. That I could use. Well, cool. Well, you do, but Oh, baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh Better late. late than never. Late than- <laughs> Jimmy, wake up up there. Yeah. Edit that out. Yeah. Or, or cut out that gap so yeah. it's good time. Mind the gap. <laughs> <laughs> good one, baby. Mind the gap on that one. All right. So I do have a song. A song? Did yeah, you because have it a is song? a theme of song. I did. And maybe they'll be able to guess what the theme is by your song. I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, let's, let's okay, take let's, a Let's listen. see. Let's, let's give them a chance. All right. Here we go. Wyoming's got Old Faithful and Boston's got their beans. <laughs> the Grand Canyon's majestic. Alaska's vast and clean. But the combo of sand, surf, weed, and alcohol Makes the state of Florida the wormiest of all You've got huge reefers washing up on the beach Man-eating alligators are never far out of reach Seeing crazy shit at the Waffle House is guaranteed Hello police, help, my roommate stole my weed Florida will kill you Whether it's pythons, murder, or drugs, it's going to kill you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, baby. That's our, what I'm talking our about. Our number one state. That's right. Hello, Florida. Hello, Florida. What are Florida. you calling this one? Only in Florida. Only in Florida. <laughs> and, and Florida residents, because we do have a lot of listeners down in Florida. Uh, we, we kid because we love Yes. Oh, God. We love Florida. And you do live, live in a crazy fucking state. Yeah. You, I think they know. <laughs> I think they know. I, I, I don't think they live there and think, what are they talking about? Yeah. Nothing ever happens in Florida. Let me just tell you as a reference point mm-hmm. that when you guys advertise in Texas to visit Florida, mm-hmm. you actually put the weirdest shit on the commercials you put things like uh like a guy all dressed up with like bottle caps all over him driving a unit you know riding a unicycle and it's like uh and it's like all and and then you'll show like a blowfish and you'll say all the residents are unique in the keys (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, that's your advertising. That's so, you, so in Texas, it's not like you even, you don't even lie to us about it. No. I mean, you tell us, Florida's weird <laughs> and you should come see it because it's a spectacle. It's really something to see. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. So you, you, you don't mess around. You, you're, you're pretty honest <laughs> with us Texans that, that cause some weird stuff happens there. That's right. And because it does. Yeah. So I'll start with my first story. Okay, roll on. <clears throat> so aside, aside from the craziness that we highlight on this show regarding our friends in Florida, Florida is otherwise known as having the second longest shoreline. Wow. Yeah, it of is. Any state yeah, just and everybody Alaska. loves everybody loves going to the Florida beaches. That well, is... the beaches really have drawn tourists from all over the world. Yes, um, as well as from within the states. Uh, Daytona, Miami, mm-hmm. Destin, the Keys, yes. as you just mentioned. Yes. Um, 
they've all been and will continue to be forever, I think, uh, destination spots. Right. And great sure. and places to retire. A lot of people yes. like to retire down there. Yeah. But these beaches and the state in general, I think, are not without their challenges and problems. Um, destructive hurricanes. Yes. You know, they're in the news quite regularly. The growth of the python population. Now oh, we we have a new favorite show. Guardian of the Glades. Well, that, that is show. our new very favorite show. Uh, and the ever-present drug trafficking problems. Yeah. As Florida has for decades been like a, a, an entrance point mm-hmm. for the United States for drugs coming up from Central America, South America, down there. So apparently, from what I've learned in my research here, when the surf gets big, stuff washes up on shore. Oh, okay. And so at this point, enter this story's protagonist. That, and that's when and that's when you go seashell hunting, right? On the beach. Well, you could. Okay. But this what well, there's a guy named okay. Jeff Stolowitz. Ah. Hey Jeff. G- good Cuban name. Jeff Stolo <laughs> Jeff Stolowitz. <laughs> He's a resident of Daytona Beach. All right. And he spends a lot of time strolling along the shore. All right. Mainly, you know, it's just a peaceful thing to do. It's relaxing yeah. or whatever. But he, in his, to his credit, he's also uh, often picks up trash and stuff that... Ah, oh, good dude. ...has left, been left behind by the rangers mm-hmm. who are... Partying their spring break jackasses. Thang. Yeah. So in late March of 2017, he was doing one of his typical Saturday morning strolls, when he came upon something very interesting. Hmm. At first, he didn't know what it was. Oh. But upon closer inspection, he realized that it was, well, he didn't know the weight at the time, but we found out later, it was an 11-pound package of weed. Ooh. Now, it was wrapped in brown paper like mm-hmm. a giant joint. <laughs> or... Blunt, as the kids <laughs> like to say, right? A doobie. A doobie. <laughs> so, uh, and on the end of this colossal reefer uh, <laughs> appeared to Mr. Stolowitz to be blood. That's what he thought it was. Oh, no. So in his telling of the story, he said, the reason I called Beach Patrol, oh, wait a second. No, that's not him. The reason, Might be. Um, all right. The reason I called Beach Patrol was due to the end looking bloody. It was a bit troubling to look at. Yeah. Mate. <laughs> I had to throw that in. So Officer Mike Berard and four other Volusia County Beef Beach Safety Officers. That's mm, a mouthful, too. Yeah. Uh, they were sent out to investigate. So is an 11-pound doobie. That's right. <laughs> and so uh, Officer Berard described the package as being made of up of very wet and very smelly marijuana. <laughs> and based on the amount of barnacles that were already attached to the joint... Yes. Uh, they determined it had likely been in the water for a couple of weeks. Somebody's pissed. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, and so, let's see here. The substance that Mr. Stolowitz thought was blood, uh-huh. it actually turned out to be exactly that. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, what were they I using that joint for? <laughs> well, okay, but I didn't know this, and maybe you don't know it either. Uh, apparently, it's commonplace for drug traffickers to coat things with some blood because it throws the drug-sniffing dogs off the scent. Oh. It messes them up somehow. Oh. Or it's old wives' tale. Who knows? Right. Uh, so from a previous story, if you guys are regular listeners, you heard that on the beaches of British Columbia, mm-hmm. body parts are washing up, like legs Just and feet. feet. Just <laughs> well, mainly was feet. It, that was it? No human mm. heads? 
Oh, no heads, mainly feet. But here in Florida, though, it's giant doobies. Yes. And that's what the kids are calling them right now. And that's a lot more fun. That's right. And that brings me to a... Tip. Tip. (laughs) Body time. Excellent. That's right. It's worm tip time. And here's my tip for you. When strolling the beaches in Florida, Uh keep your eyes open and always carry a lighter. (laughs) And that's my worm tip. That's that's an interesting tip. Yeah. So doobies on the beach. All right. That's that's my first story. Yeah. You take over, baby. All right. So we're all familiar with these crazy new events called gender reveal parties. I've heard of them. Yes. So... We've seen it all from, you know, smashing a gender reveal pinata to cake that once cut is pink or blue to shooting at colored gunpowder to a woman who revealed her baby sex with a colored fart. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that one. Memories. All are frankly insane. But none of those are, they don't really say Florida, right? Well, can we get back to the colored fart thing for just a uh, that, second? That, yes. Was it a blue flame? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> she did a blue no, flamer? Well, I mean, no, like, like she, she literally had her butt exposed and she's looking into, you know, the camera and she farts and the little smoke comes up. And it, wow. How yeah. did I miss that? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'll sorry for interrupting. Later. Thank you. Show it to you later. <laughs> And they're all, all of those are stupid, right? right. Those but are very they're, stupid. but not Florida. Right. None of those say, none of those scream Florida. Right. Well, enter Stacy Childs Wright and her husband Chad Wright. Oh. These two wanted to reveal the sex of their 10th child. Oh my God. Yeah, oh, yes. You heard that right. Who cares? At Number, that point? 10. <laughs> Number 10. Number uh-huh. 10. In a uniquely Florida way. Oh. So, what to do? What to do? Well, what says Florida more than, well, alligators? Yeah. Hell yeah. Sweet. And it just so happens the couple not only has nine other children, but they also have a pet alligator named Amos. Nice. It's a rather busy household, as you might have already suspected. <laughs> so the couple decided the best way to reveal their unborn baby's sex was to get Amos in on the fun. Right. Welcome to Florida, folks. <laughs> so a video from Tampa Station Fox 13, provided by Stacy, shows a barefoot Chad dangling a black balloon from a pole in front of Amos the alligator and taunting him to snatch at it, therefore puncturing it with his very powerful jaws. That's cute. A strength of 2,981 PSI, that's pounds per square inch, and the fifth strongest bite of all animal species. To give a comparison, lions have a measly 1,000 PSI. The teasing resulted in a very quick-to-bite alligator. Hmm. Around nine children. Yeah. And an explosion of pink powder everywhere. Um, yay? Um, Amos the alligator seemed unfazed by the result, both the powder and the general situation of being taunted into snapping at something. Right. 
Chad, on the other hand, appeared disappointed that a little girl would be on the way. Oh, he didn't know the contents of the balloon. No. Oh, I see. Stacy squeals, I told you, to her husband, who is a Florida wildlife control nuisance wildlife trapper. Oh. But to be clear, Amos has been, quote, part of the family, oh, end God. quote, <laughs> since 2000. Yeah. So, we wish the family all the best, hope the baby girl is healthy, and we're... Only in Florida does the fifth most deadly bite reveal your baby's gender. That is something. Not great. I thought I thought he was going to go wild and and eat the baby, but the baby hadn't. The been baby's born not yet. there. Yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll and have, if she was, we'd already had known she was a girl. We'll follow up with you guys on that story to see what happens with the baby and the alligator, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, sure we will. All right. Hold your breath. Thank you. All right, baby. That was good. Are you ready for me? Yeah. All right. So my next story, as my previous story illustrated, I think pretty clearly, when you think of Florida, you think of weed. Right? <laughs> yes, obviously. I mean, the people of Florida take their weed very seriously. I they think seem that's to. That's clear. Except so, when they lose 11 pounds of it on the beach. So when you live in Florida and somebody steals your weed, Uh-oh. you're going to take action. That, that requires some, some movement, yeah. And that's exactly what one young ranger in Pasco County did. Mm. The story goes like this. There's an unnamed Florida man, probably for good reason. Probably so. Who kept calling 911 about his roommate who stole his weed. And he was finally asked to stop <laughs> calling. So I'm going to play the audio from a video that was posted by the Sheriff's Department's Twitter page, or on the Sheriff's Department's Twitter page. And this is Deputy Sheriff Salva. That's his name. Okay. And he's in his police car, and he's looking to the camera here. So here's okay. the first one. All right, so I just received a call. Um, the guy's calling in saying his roommate stole his weed, um, $20 worth, and he's upset. So he keeps calling 911. So I got to give him a call to help him stop calling about his weed. All right, so that's that's him. Now he, he makes the call, not on okay. camera, but then he's going to tell us what happened with the with the call, how to go. Here he goes. Um, and going back to the uh, guy calling in to report his drug stolen, um, I called him to let him know not to call the sheriff's office and report his drugs. Um, and he started to freak out a little bit on the on the phone, and then hung up on me shortly after. So. Yeah, <laughs> so he hung up on him. Yeah. And I, I don't know if the calls continued, but guys, I think like a lot of things in life, probably it all comes back to what we were taught in kindergarten. You know that book? Yeah. The most important things I learned, I learned in kindergarten or something yes. like that. And we've all heard this. And that is don't steal your friend's weed. <laughs> right? Uh, that's Now, what they we might learned. have said crayons or something like that, but you, oh, know, well, you know what they mean. Swap it out for more current day stuff. So, and yeah, don't involve the police officers when your drugs get stolen. That's probably a bad idea. Probably a bad idea. They may not be as understanding as that police officer. Only in Florida would something like that happen. I'm telling you. Oh my gosh. I was looking at my next story. <laughs> my next two are great. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> You're jumping ahead. You're I minding am. the gap. I am. There's an amazing recreational area named Candyland Park in Longwood, Florida. And it has everything you could ever want to do from a BMX area to skate park, baseball, basketball, tennis, mm. picnic areas, playgrounds. 
it's a really nice place and perfect for families. Well, except it is still in Florida. Right. So occasionally things are going to happen, right? Yes. I mean, still in Florida. True. So a park employee came across a man that was enjoying the park like everyone else, but not so much in a family-friendly way. You see, he was playing basketball, but he had a certain way of doing it that, well, he said it would increase his skills. But Jordan Glenn Anderson, age 29, was absolutely convinced that if you really want to excel at the sport, you have to do it naked. Sure. Butt naked. Butt or ass. buck naked. Exactly. And the park employee really didn't see the logic in this. So he went ahead and called authorities. Ugh, Tattletale. When police showed up, Jordan was still working on his game. All buff and bad. And he was promptly arrested and charged with indecent exposure of sexual organs. In his report, the arresting officer wrote, Jordan stated he was working on his basketball skills and he feels playing naked enhances his skill level. And now, for a $500 bond, he can work on his skills of getting out of the John E. Polk Correctional Facility. Nice. <laughs> and um, just so you know, I did totally confirm this story. And if anyone else caught the um, irony in this one, the park is called Candyland, and it's located in Longwood. <laughs> and he had his penis hanging out. In Longwood at Candyland. <laughs> so I had to do some research that the park really did exist and that that town really did exist and that the park was in that city. And just to add insult to injury, guys, the park is on Longdale Avenue in Longwood, only in Florida. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a true story. Longdale Avenue, he had his Longwood out in Longwood. <laughs> oh, my God. But we're, he was arrested for it. It's, we don't even have to say these are happening in Florida because it's so obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of exposing your sexual organs, <laughs> <laughs> my next story. All right. So the South loves their Waffle House. We do. Right? Yeah. Believe it or not, Florida is part of the South. It doesn't seem like it sometimes, but yeah. it is. So Waffle House is kind of an institution. You know, it's not it's not only a restaurant, but it's a it's like a cultural icon. Yeah. Everyone's thrown up in a Waffle House. And their their slogan <laughs> actually is it's two AM, you're drunk, there's time to make one more bad decision. I'm not sure that's, that's maybe right. that's not. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. But that's Jim Gaffigan's take yes. on it. So Waffle House is also a site of many interesting occurrences. Uh, you remember the story we did not long ago about a couple screwing in the back of the parking lot of yeah. Waffle House, and then the gal was very intoxicated, <laughs> and uh, she was wearing a, a cheeseburger as, as her, her sandals. Yes. <laughs> so you would only see that in, in a Waffle House that, parking yeah. lot, I think. And probably only in Florida. Right. So... <laughs> So we, I've got another Waffle House story. Uh, this is, but this is a Florida Waffle House story. Yes. So the, the W had Carolina. already worn out on the Waffle House. So the heroine of this story <laughs> is 38-year-old Freedom Rider Zobrist. 
Nice. Freedom, middle name, nice. Ryder, R-Y-D-E-R. Yes, Zobrist. There's no other way to spell it. She was arrested on lewd and indecent exposure of sexual origin. Or, or, <laughs> or, origins. <laughs> origins. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> uh, yeah, cut that out, Jimmy. Uh, as well as disorderly conduct, battery, and assault. Ah. So here's wow. The, here's That's what a happened. busy night. It was a busy night. So here's what happened. Freedom... Now they didn't mention that alcohol was involved in the article, but I just can't well, imagine. You know what? That it we're wasn't. gonna we're gonna we're gonna bet okay, on that. I agree. So she was misbehaving in the Waffle House. Okay. Okay. And she was misbehaving so badly inside of the Waffle House that an employee asked her to leave. Wow. Now, if you are asked yeah. to leave a Waffle <laughs> That's House, that's like being asked to leave Walmart. <laughs> yeah, you're, you you know it's bad. Yeah. So she's escorted out, and not surprisingly. For Florida, she walks back in to the Waffle mm. House. She starts screaming at the guy who escorted her out. She also grabs the guy's face and licks it up and down on both sides of his face. I think that's where and, the assault comes in. And apparently he didn't want her to. No, he wasn't enjoying it. Uh, and she goes off on this tirade. And she also threatens to go get her gun and come back in and shoot him Uh-oh. in the face. That she just licked, which seems right. co- which, contradictory. Which, yeah, make up your mind. As well as shooting all of the other employees and the patrons there in the restaurant. Well, that would be impolite because they weren't involved in... So <laughs> after she finishes her rant, she walks out into the parking lot, pulls down her pants, <laughs> and as the article stated, exposed her sexual organs. I said it right mm. that time. And then she began doing what, what I do, when I expose my sexual organs <laughs> in public, and that is dan- Spanking dancing. Oh. No, dancing. <laughs> no, she spent a lot of time dancing around the parking lot with her genitals exposed, her sexual oh, organs. Her sexual I'm sorry, organs. not her genitals. Yeah. Sexual organs. <laughs> uh, she also moved her car to block the car of the employee into the parking lot i don't know how he she had knew his it was, name on it or i don't something? know I, look i'm just i'm a journalist okay, okay. and i'm All being right. a journalist about another journalist story okay so they didn't mention how she knew it was his car but she had blocked him in and she began dancing naked in front of his car which the car was extremely offended apparently uh yeah so did she uh, put butt prints on it they didn't mention it or peachy prints oh baby <laughs> Uh, sexual organ prints, perhaps? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't know. But uh, as I mentioned earlier, she was shortly thereafter arrested and hit up with multiple charges. Only in Florida mm-hmm. and only at the Waffle House. Without the W. Awful House. Yes. Well, what I can tell you about Florida is yeah. that apparently it gets pretty windy. Mm-hmm. I know it does here in Texas. And I imagine it must be very similar in Florida. And perhaps even worse, because it sticks out into the ocean. Mm-hmm. And anyway, this windy phenomenon takes us to Fort Pierce, Florida, where police pull over a car with two passengers. Okay. The officer making the stop smelled the distinct smell of... Weed. Marijuana. Uh-huh. That's right. Mary Jane. Weed. Reefers. Uh oh. Yeah. And with that, began a search of the car and, of course, the occupants within it. Okay. Yeah. One of the passengers, Kinesia Posey, 
found herself in a bit of a jam. You see, as the officers searched the car and its occupants, they found a bag of marijuana. Weed. And then a separate, separate bag of cocaine okay. inside a purse that Kinesia had sitting on her lap when the car was initially pulled over. Yeah, yo. So, I know that at least at first, this looks pretty bad. Yeah, I'd say. They're in trouble. However, when the officers questioned Kinesia about the drugs, she had a perfectly reasonable explanation. Oh, good. What was it? She calmly responded, quote, It's a windy day. It must have flown through the window and into my purse. Yeah. End quote. That happens. I mean, boom, not her drugs. Did they buy it? I bet she listens to the podcast and knew from last week not to say those aren't my pants, or in this case, that's not my purse. Right. So. What else could she say? You know. But the truth. Right. Which it flew flew in through the window. Windy day. Probably some asshole in the car ahead of her tossed it out. Some some druggie threw it out the the window and it blew it blew down the road and through the open window and just landed in her purse. They could hardly blame her for that. No. Very smooth, Kinesio. Yeah. Well done. So here's where it gets weird. (laughs) Yeah. They arrest her anyway. What? She is charged with felony cocaine possession and misdemeanor marijuana possession. Well, it, she'll clear it up in court. I swear, only in Florida. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Like, she can control the weather or something. I know. That's bullshit. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what I believe anymore. The police are out of control. They are. I mean, they think they can just get it away with anything. Well, she'll clear it up in court. I mean, yeah. Once she tells I mean, the once judge she gets her day in court, what really it'll happened? Be fine. Yeah, she'll be fine. Yeah, she should be fine. Oh, good, Phoenicia or whatever your name is. <laughs> <laughs> was it Phoenicia? Kinesia. Oh, Kinesia. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Phoenicia would be stupid. All right. So, final story for me. When you think of Florida, you think of weed. Mm-hmm. And Waffle House. Uh-huh. And? And crazy, windy cocaine bags flying in your car? No, alligators. Oh, oh alligators. That's right. Uh, but there, you know, let's be fair. There are countless other untold positive stories about the good people of Florida. The sure. hard, The hardworking, innovative business people and entrepreneurs that are helping to usher the United States into a new decade. Okay? Sure. This is one of those stories. Ah! (laughs) Uh, William Parrish and Mackenzie Dobbs of Ocala, Florida, Mm -hmm. they were running a small business directly out of their home. Yeah, a lot of people are doing that. Yeah. Well, it it was a home. I mean, it was a mobile home. That's a home. But it's still a home. It's a good home. Uh, So they're selling their fentanyl-laced heroin to (laughs) their local customers. Yeah. And had come up with a way to make their business a little more efficient. Okay? Good. They weren't happy about the customers coming in and out of their house all day long. Yeah. Um, potentially. I can't blame them for that. Well, not only do they not really want that type of person in their house. Right. But it, it had the potential of drawing unwanted attention, and they didn't want that. Right. Right. So using good old American ingenuity, mm-hmm. what they did is they constructed a drive through window on the side of their trailer to get their customers in and out, keeping, you know, the flow going. 
Okay. And yeah. the trailer the trailer actually had signs directing people where to drive and indicated whether the store was open or closed. Nice. Yeah. So the pro- drive through window. You'd think that was foolproof. And it, it is. It, it, a- it is practically perfect in every way, yeah. just like Mary Poppins. And you know their bottom line just went crazy. I mean Of course. Efficiency is, you know, important. The problem, however, apparently, is that some of their customers, the ones with weaker constitutions, mm. some would call them pussies, yeah, uh, had some issues with their product. And, well, several mm. of them overdosed. <sighs> not good for business, really. Not, not too good, no. But rather than just letting the free market sort things out, the Ocala police got involved. Oh, my God. Bastards. Yeah. Captain... Uh, police Captain Stephen Cuppy said, I, I have to get involved in everything. We're see- <laughs> well, he didn't say that, but uh, I was probably thinking it. We were seeing some overdose incidents that were happening in this particular area, specifically at this particular location. There were some heroin sales that were going on there. Subsequently, through the investigation, we were able to determine that product was laced with fentanyl. And scene. I felt like I was there. Did you? In Ocala. In Ocala. <laughs> so William Parrish, one of the guys, uh, was charged with driving under the influence. Now, I don't know where that uh, came in. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> he made an escape and he was drunk, perhaps. I don't know. It didn't hmm. say. Keeping Maybe a, he was moving the mobile home? Maybe. Uh, keeping a dwelling used to sell drugs. Wow, who knew that was even a I crime? Know, I didn't know either. Possession of drugs with intent to sell and resisting arrest. Hmm. The other occupant, 20-year-old in the range, uh, was charged with similar offenses. So there you have it. How, how could that have been a failure, the whole drive through window thing? It sounds perfect. The well, this, mobile home drive through window This is for an, your yet heroin. another example of the business spirit being crushed in Florida. Yeah. By the man. Yeah. Wow. Come up with a good idea like that and they smack you down. It's really a shame. Speaking of. Yes. Fort Pierce must be a very busy place because this story happens there again. Okay. And in this one, it's a 20-year-old squarely in the range. Sure. Arrested for trying to steal a car. But hold on, you and I and everyone in podcast land knows damn well that would not make the show. Right. Some kid stealing a car. No. So what makes this a Florida story, an accounting worm story? Who's naked? Mm. <laughs> well, that, 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 mm, eh. Yeah. Well, it was shortly after 5 a.m. and Officer Robbie Troutman was in his patrol car. His cop car. Right. You know, the kind with the lights and sirens and the words police emblazoned across the sides? I've seen them before. At the main police station, you know the big building that houses all the cops that says police station out front in big bold letters? I've seen those, yes. And he was sitting in his cop car at the police station. Okay. Finishing up a report. When, quote, while in my vehicle, I heard the rear passenger side door handle make noise. (laughs) 
and then the front passenger side door handle make noise. Where I was positioned, seated in the driver's seat of my clearly marked Fort Pierce Police Department patrol vehicle. End quote. So Officer Troutman opened his door and saw a man run away and behind and hide behind another vehicle. Well, y'all may not know this, but cops love a good game of hide and seek. Yeah, they do. They really do. So Officer Troutman and another officer decided, game on. But they outplayed the hider. Oh. And were able to seek him out and identified 20-year-old Aaron Orlando Rodriguez III. Okay. Once detained, they found two cell phones, a portable speaker, a $20 bill, and a pipe with marijuana residue on him. Oh, Aaron. (laughs) Aaron explained... He saw the vehicle was left running, and he was going to steal it. Oh. Because he needed a ride home. Okay. Oh, dude, have you ever heard of Uber? You had 20 bucks. They would have damn near brought you to Texas for that. (laughs) I mean, come on. So our buddy Aaron was charged with attempted grand theft of a motor vehicle, loitering, prowling, prowling, and possession of drug equipment. Seriously, y'all, only in Florida do you attempt to steal a damn cop car while a cop is sitting in it at the police station. Good job, buddy. That is a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, that is very Florida. That is Florida. I love it. Aaron's a native. I'm sure of it. (laughs) We love you, Florida. In fact, Oakleaf Plantation and Poinciana. Hey, yo, thanks for listening. All right, baby, tell me your sources. BBC, Tampa Fox 13, CBS Local, My NBC 15, and USA Today. And mine, OrlandoWeekly.com, News Journal Online, Vice.com, Orlando Sentinel, USA Today, and Local10.com. A lot of stuff there. And as far as new cities, uh, New Plymouth in New Zealand, <clears throat> excuse me, Star City, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure we've had any Arkansas listeners, have we? Oh, oh Little Rock, oh, I think. Little we Rock, have. Yeah. Milan, Italy. Ooh. That may be the first Italian listener. Yeah. So hello. And a place called Latzen in Lower Saxony in Germany. Mm. Hello to you guys. And Lyon, France, coming back again. And we appreciate that. So, is there anything else that you want to tell our folks before we bid them adieu? Um, We love you guys. Thanks for starting the new year with us. That's right. So, until next time. Live big. Rest in peace. The The worms worms are are waiting. waiting.